Hey everyone, welcome to the Heidi St. John podcast. I am your host, Heidi St. John. And today I'm gonna go through a documentary, uh, I'm calling it a shockumentary, that came out about the Duggar family recently called Shiny Happy People. I have some thoughts on this, having grown up in the IBLP myself, and I'd like to share them with you today. Stick around, I think you're gonna be encouraged. Well, I appreciate you guys tuning in today. I want to talk about the documentary that recently came out. Some of you guys have heard me mention it in passing here at the show, but I wrote some thoughts out that I had. I've written a couple of articles that have come out from various places, the Washington Post, Time Magazine, of course, every, you know, uh, the fundamentalist Friday people and every Christian hating liberal on the face of the earth has decided to write about this documentary because frankly, Uh, It's great fodder for them. It's absolutely good fodder for them. And I watched the whole thing. Uh, I watched all the episodes of Shiny Happy People. And I'll be very honest with you. There were some moments in it that brought me to tears. I, I feel great compassion and understanding for Jill Duggar and her husband, Derek. So Jill and, and Derek Dillard. And uh, and I think that their pain is real. And I think their anger and frustration at their parents is justified because they grew up under what can only be called spiritual abuse. It's certainly not to be confused with the message of Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ, which teaches us to love each other. But there were a lot of things, and I think my takeaway from this, as someone who passionately speaks out against the patriarchal movement. You guys heard me talk the other day about my frustration with this rise in men speaking now again about how women are not allowed to teach theology to other women. Uh, Bill Gothard loved that stuff. And I'm going to be coming on the show next week with a pastor friend of mine, and we're going to unpack that even more. But I, I as a former you know, L, uh, IL, IBLP member, um, I'm I'm happy to see abuse come to light, but I think that this was handled, unfortunately, by people who claim to be friends of homeschooling and Christians themselves. I feel like they gave a whole lot of stones to throw at a whole lot of people who did not deserve to be mentioned or brought into this. And we sometimes walk into these things and don't realize why we shouldn't participate. And so uh, I, I I believe, obviously, this is Jill Duggar's story to tell. And I often tell parents, you know, be careful how you treat your children because you're writing their story and they're going to get the opportunity at some point in their lives to tell the story of what it was like to grow up with you as their parents. And so this, you know, I mean, we're talking about allegations of sexual abuse. We're talking about financial misconduct and really financial mistreatment and abuse of the Duggar children by their father, who became a very rich man off the series 19 Kids and Counting. And they were members of Bill Gothard's whatever I'm cult, I guess is the best best way I can think of. And I know some of you listening to this liked his teachings or maybe you still do, but uh, I'm seeing the fruit and I saw the fruit in my own life and a lot of people I know who participated and it was rotten fruit. And I, I am happy because Shiny Happy People brings Bill Gothard's false teachings to the forefront and exposes them for what they are. Some of you guys heard me talk about Ginger Duggar of Wolo's 
book, Becoming Free, where she details how she became free from the legalism that the IBLP put her under. And this is how you know that it is spiritual abuse. And I've told you guys for years and years here at the show, be discerning. Spurgeon said that knowing uh, the difference between right and wrong is not discernment. Discernment is knowing the difference between right and almost right. And the devil doesn't care which ditch he knocks you into so long as you're in a ditch. You could be in the ditch of liberty where everything is permissible and we're all under grace and we don't ever talk about sin and hell doesn't exist and who cares uh, if you have an affair because after all, grace will cover all of it. And then you got the ditch over here of legalism where we place so many rules and so much of a burden on the disciples of Jesus and those who want to follow him that it becomes something that doesn't resemble the gospel anymore and doesn't resemble the grace that that Jesus died so that we could live under. And so I applaud Ginger Duggar for writing her book, Becoming Free. I haven't read the whole thing. I've just read snippets of it uh, because I frankly was glad to see her get out of it. And I don't fault Jill Duggar for going on Shiny Happy People and basically telling her story. It's her story to tell. But I thought that Ginger's book was much better than this documentary, a shockumentary, I guess, if you will. I mean, I call it, you know, shiny, happy straw men, because I want you to pay attention to what's going on behind the scenes of the documentary, because we've all heard, maybe you guys have even watched 19 Kids and Counting. These guys just skyrocketed to fame. And I want to give you a little bit of history. If you're not familiar with the Duggar family, I'm going to quote to you from an article that I found in Time magazine, actually several articles, and I will tell you where they're coming from, and I'll also link back to them in the show notes today. But this is what uh, Time magazine wrote about Jim Bob Duggar. Jim Bob Duggar's reality stardom stemmed from his political career. In 2002, after four years of serving as a Republican Arkansas state representative, he ran for a seat in the U.S. Senate. Though he didn't win... He did grab the attention of Discovery Network, whose executives took notice of media images of his large family attending campaign events. Jim Bob and his family are at the right place at the right time, uh, said Kristen Kristen Dumez, a professor of history and gender studies at Michigan's Calvin University in the documentary. Jim Bob is presented with a new opportunity, which will give him the power to present his values to the entire country and the opportunity to make a lot of money. The television network, which included channels like TLC, started programming with the Duggars in 2004, eventually releasing 14 kids and pregnant again, 17 kids and counting, and then of course, 19 kids and counting. The shows were all hits with millions of viewers turning in to see how the large family managed to do everyday tasks like laundry, chores, grocery shopping, and commuting while somehow appearing organized and peaceful. The show was a boon for the network. Reality TV can make a network that is not exactly a juggernaut in terms of performances and really give it a new life, says Danielle Lindemann, author of A True Story, What Reality TV Says About Us. The Duggars show, she explains, gave the network new life with inexpensive production yielding high viewership and return. The Duggars followed the teachings of IBLP, a Christian organization that has been described by former members as cult-like. IBLP, the Institute for Basic Life Principles, has shared estimates that over 2 million people have attended their seminars. While its founder was a fundamentalist, Bill Gothard, it would be the Duggars who became their most notable congregants. For Scientology, the gateway for most people was Tom Cruise. 
In a lot of ways, that's exactly what the Duggars were for Bill Gothard, says pastor and journalist Josh Pease in the documentary. It's patriarchal. It's authoritarian. Women don't have rights and children break, says a former member of the Levings Group. That's the society they're building. And I agree with that, having had quite a bit of experience with IBLP and with Bill Gothard's teaching. It reminds me a lot of the quiverful theology. And you guys have maybe seen this movement in recent years, much like the dogma in various denominations and organizations that pass himself off as biblical, the quiverful movement and many of the movements like it that suppress women and subjugate women and uh, make much of the headship of men to the detriment of their families, they conflate and ultimately replace the message of Christ with the message of control. And I think it's really easy for people to fall into this, particularly if you are prone to wanting a method or a plan for parenting in particular. You look at somebody like Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar and their, their kids seem to be very happy and very uh, well-behaved and very kind and and very industrious. And it looks good and it looks appealing. And especially for people who are prone to liking lists, if you'll just tell me how to do it, if you'll just give me the recipe for raising a perfect child, I'm happy to follow the recipe. And Bill Gothard offered a recipe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Quiverful Movement offered a recipe. Jesus offers a recipe also, and that recipe is, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Having grown up in a home that was filled with strife and legalism and spiritual abuse and physical abuse, I can tell you right now that this is anything but the peace that Jesus offers. In in 2014, Bill Gothard stepped down from his position, as many of you have heard, due to sexual harassment allegations from former female congregants. And you hear many of them in the Shiny Happy People documentary. And as I said, you know, I watched this uh, as I was making dinner the other night. It it took me several days to watch it because I don't have time just to sit down and watch uh, television. And so I did it, you know, while I was making dinner and folding laundry and things like that. Um. But it made me sad because it reminded me of how I felt many times growing up in this environment. And Josh Pease went on to say that it almost feels like whatever was repressed inside of Gothard was spilling out onto him, testing the boundaries of how far he could go with someone before they would freak out. This is a classic narcissistic spiritual abuser. And that is exactly what Bill Gothard did. And it is who he is. And you could see this at his events. One of the things I really did not like, and there's lots of things, and I'll get to them, that I really did not like about shiny, happy people is it basically made Christians to look like uh, crazy people and idiots. So, for example, they picked an image of Michelle uh, Duggar in what looked like a pilgrim costume, and she had the pilgrim collar, you know, the, the hat on, and her daughter was dressed like a pilgrim, and they were praying together. And my hunch is, 
that they were reenacting Thanksgiving or maybe they were teaching their kids about the first Thanksgiving. But of course, it makes them look like they're completely insane. They showed little snippets of um, kids in military outfits. And, uh, you know, we've all been to where we've seen the, the ROTC and they'll come in and they snap to attention and then they bring the flags up and we all stand and say the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, if you put a little snippet like that into a documentary like this, it makes it look like you're training your kids to take over the world and you're training them to be Puritans and weirdos and uh, militiamen and all the things. And that's not actually true of 99% of people who follow Jesus Christ. But the documentary makes it look like every Christian on the face of the earth is crazy. And that's the point. And again, it goes back to Bill Gothard and to uh, the Quiverful movement and so, like I watched a documentary, you know, years ago called The Return of the Daughters, which actually made me sick to my stomach. Again, just this relegating of women to always be under the authority of their fathers. It's weird. It's creepy. It's unbiblical. It's very cult like. And this is exactly what Bill Gothard promoted. Rules without relationship will almost always end in one of two ways. And so if you're prone to legalistic parenting, if you're prone to just having your house be run by rules and regulations and you can kind of see yourself uh, in the the role of the captain in uh, in the sound of music, listen up because rules without relationship almost always end in two ways, either rebellion or retribution. And in some respects, it seems to me like this is retribution on the part of Jill Duggar. And again, she's earned the right. Uh, she's earned the right to say this was wrong. I feel injured by this. Clearly, uh, she was abused and mistreated by her brother, which I'll get to in a minute, and mistreated certainly financially by her father. But to me, this was personal because I have a history with IBLP and with Bill Gothard. And so in that regard, I'm I'm glad to see the abuse come to life. This guy is clearly a narcissist. He has a penchant for spiritual abuse. But the stories that we hear on shiny, happy people don't happen in a vacuum. And they're more common than you might like to think. And this is what happens when the desire to rule overrules Jesus' command to love. This is what happens. This is what happens when the desire to rule overrules Jesus' command to love. In the message of the Gospels, it's clear, and all throughout Scripture, we are called to love one another. Husbands, love your wives like Christ loved the church. The command is to lay, to be willing to lay your life down for her, not to treat her like a doormat or someone who's only there to have baby after baby after baby for you. Time Magazine continues, 19 Kids and Counting was canceled following the scandal of Jim Bob's oldest brother who was called out for abusing several young girls. But TLC carried on with multiple spinoffs with a focus on the young women, including Jill and Jess's Counting On, Jill's Wedding, which at the time was the highest rated show in the Learning Channel's history. Jill revealed in the documentary that neither she nor any of her siblings received any compensation for appearing in these shows, Jim Bob Duggar reportedly was paid millions, according to the documentary. And Jill said that they were taken advantage of for seven and a half years of her adult life. She claims she never got paid. Of course, you heard the story of Josh Duggar, who was convicted on child pornography charges and is currently serving 12 years in a federal prison in Texas. But and this is my big but and my big grievance with uh, people that went on this show who had no business being there. 
This is not the fault of Christianity. It's not the fault of homeschooling. It's not the fault of Jesus. It's not the fault of the Bible. This is the fault of a narcissistic control freak of a human, of a human being, a, a fallible man who found a niche in the Christian community, found people who wanted them to just follow the rules, right? These are people that love to have rules. And I think for someone who's a type A personality, it can be very tempting. And I've been telling moms this for, you know, years and years and years. Uh, homeschooling is not the, are you looking for uh, perfect children? Homeschooling is not the answer. You want to find out how completely selfish you are? Homeschool your children. You'll find out really quickly. Homeschooling is not the answer. Jesus is the answer. A living, breathing relationship with the one who made you is the answer. And my, my grievance with Bill Gothard, with the super legalistic movements, even in church, even in Christianity, even in the homeschool movement, where I have watched women be subjugated and maligned for years. I told you guys the other day, I rarely use the term misogynist because I think it's been overused. It's certainly overused in the culture. The left likes to throw it around like it's a, con, you know, a, a conjunction instead of a label. And so I think it's used usually inappropriately, but in this case, it's appropriate. And it's sad. But I reserve, I think, my greatest criticism and my frustration for the fact that Alex Harris took part in the documentary. And uh, that actually grieved me because Alex Harris and a couple other people gave them exactly what they were hoping to hear. What they thought was or what appeared to be the secret window into the, uh, the Christian far right. And it really grieved me. And I saw that Alex wrote for the Gospel Coalition a follow-up to his appearance in Shiny Happy People. And I'm going to read to you a little bit about what he said. Again, I'll link back to this in the show notes today. This is Alex Harris. Perhaps more unusual for a reviewer, I also appear in several episodes of Shiny Happy People. A year ago, the filmmakers invited me to sit down for an interview, not to talk about the Duggars or Gothard, but to discuss the bigger story of the Christian homeschool movement and the so-called Joshua generation. The Joshua generation is an influential concept, one that I embraced most of my life, that my generation will rise up and attain positions of power and influence in government, law and beyond, and in so doing, help restore the United States as a Christian nation. There are many problems with that vision of political engagement, and this isn't the place to get into them fully. Suffice it to say that as believers, our hope isn't in princes or earthly power or the United States isn't a new Israel. But the Joshua generation story is one worth telling. It's an ambitious plot that has been far more successful than most people realize and helps explain much of our current political, cultural, and spiritual moment. To the extent that someone was trying to tell you even a part of the story, I wanted to help them do it accurately, ideally paired with a more biblical vision for Christian engagement and politics with politics and culture. Well, guess what, Alex? Eh, you blew it. Because you talked about the Generation Joshua movement, who's headed by my friend Mike Ferris, who has done nothing but good things for this country and for you personally. And you dragged them through the mud and made them sound like a bunch of Christian extremists. And I would like, I would submit to you that Christians with your kind of attitude towards engagement in politics are the reason that we're here. This idea that somehow Christians shouldn't be in politics, and it kind of cracks me up. If we think for one second that the radical left in this country who do not love God, who do not care one whit for religious liberty in this nation, are not trying to get into every position of authority in this, in this country, both politically 
and economically and educationally, then we misunderstand the role that we have to play in the country and we misunderstand the war that is being waged. We know that the left for decades and decades and decades has been doing everything it can to ascend to positions of political power. They've done everything they can to get into the National Educators Association, everything they can to inject socialism into the heartbeat of the United States of America, and they've been wildly successful. And you basically went on to the show and you tried to damage Generation Joshua, who was started with the idea that Mike Ferris had, and it's actually a wonderful idea to say, hey, Christians, get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. You guys should have a voice in making decisions for this country. Politics determines policy, Alex, and policy shapes a nation. So why you would get onto a a documentary that's put out by a ruthlessly leftist organization and bash people who've been good to you is beyond me. But Alex went on to explain, and I'm quoting now, I chose to participate to make clear that even those of us with good homeschool experiences have real concerns about aspects of the movement to buttress the voices of those understandably hurt and even angry. It can be far too easy for those of us in the church to dismiss the stories of those who've deconstructed, to take issue with their choices, tone, and new beliefs or lack thereof, and to move much too quickly past the sins, abuses, and hypocrisies that cause so much pain. Now I'm with Alex on this point. I believe that we should not turn a blind eye to the abuses that have that have been in the movement that is homeschooling or the abuses that happen in the church, be it Protestant or Catholic. But the answer is not to go into a leftist organization and give them free reign to determine what they show and how they show it, because frankly, it does more harm than good. Alex goes on to say that he spent a full day with filmmakers last July, knowing that ultimately he'd have no control over which of his words would be used or how they'd be used. He says he spent the last 11 months wondering how it would all turn out. Boy, let this be a lesson to you. Before you agree to be in a show from a leftist company, you'd better know what they want the documentary for. And in this case, shiny happy people took direct aim at the things that Alex Harris opened the door to. The criticism of Generation Generation Joshua, the NCFCA, which teaches kids speech and debate, and Christians in general, and homeschooling in particular. One uh, person on the show, Tia Levings, was quoted as saying in talking about uh, IBLP and Generation Joshua, quote, they believe that they're populating the army that will help us. The Duggars TV show was the entire engine for letting it thrive. The shiny, happy images is the sugar and we're all high on it. Now, in that uh, statement, I agree. I think that it caters to people who want to be told exactly how to, if you'll just do this, this, this is the formula. If you'll just do this, 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 and this, and your kids will turn out "Ah," like this, except for there is no formula. I have seven children. Every single one of those children is different. They have different giftings, different abilities. They have different strengths and different weaknesses. And I have had to, and not always successfully navigated every single one of their differences in an attempt to help them thrive as adults. And I have not done it all perfectly. But I've done it to the best of my ability. And that part, this is part of what frustrates me because I see Christians and I, I, I reserve some particular criticism for Amy, the niece of Jim Bob Duggar, who loved the limelight, loved being in the family and was all too happy again to get five more minutes of fame bashing her uncle. And I'm not a fan of Jim Bob Duggar and I never have been. Some of you have you know, been out on the road with me and I've talked about some of these things 
uh, privately and sometimes from the, the stage, my my main admonition and concern has always been to tell parents, don't look at any one family in particular, whether it's the Duggars or the St. John's and go, wow, those guys seem to be doing it right. I want to do exactly what they're doing because what works for Heidi St. John's family might not work for yours. But the Duggars were selling a formula and rather than doing their homework and being discerning, a lot of people bought it. And as a woman who grew up under spiritual abuse, I think this was the wrong way to answer the question. What can we do differently? At the end of his article for the Christian a Gospel Coalition, Alex Harris asked, how many evils could have been prevented if faithful Christians hadn't looked away? As Christians, he said, we should be willing to listen and to humbly learn from criticism, even when it's imperfectly delivered. Alex, I agree. But I fear you have done more harm than good to a real situation that is affecting, no doubt, Thousands and thousands of people all across the country. The gospel is what changes people. Jesus said that he came to bring life, that we would have it toward the full. And that should have been the focus of anyone who is criticizing the Duggars or any other spiritual abuser that has ever come across your screen or your radio or been talked about in your churches. We've got to get back to studying the whole counsel of God. Jesus said to take his yoke upon him and learn from him because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And as someone who grew up under the heavy burden of legalism, I can tell you that the answer is not to bash people who are doing their best. The answer is not to say that Christians should not be engaged in politics. The answer is not to return to a hardcore uh, treatment of women where somehow women are no longer able to teach theology even to other women. The answer is to embrace the humility and the gentleness that Jesus taught with. There was, a, there was a time for table turning and Jesus knew when that time was. But it made me sad to see the very real abuse that the children in the Duggar family have been through at the hands of the teaching of men like Bill Gothard and then to see people who have actually been given great benefit by things like Generation Joshua who've been raised in a good home where there wasn't the kind of abuse. And I get that Alex feels bad because his family promoted some of this stuff. But my goodness, you guys, there's something to be said for honoring your parents. There's something to be said for being able to not throw the baby out with the bathwater. And to me, this was throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I just rather throw the bathwater out and then see if we can't discern right from wrong by using biblical discernment. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you want to write to me, you can reach out to me at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. I'm going to let you guys know if you're interested in following my schedule, I will be all over the country this fall and you can find it by going to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. This weekend, I will be at the California Home Educators Association, otherwise known as Chia in Downey, California. I can't wait to see you guys there. I know these are difficult topics, but we've got to be able to talk about them. Uh, you guys, Jesus, Jesus, he, he, his message was a message of love. He came to set the captives free. And as believers in Jesus Christ, we know that the gospel is what changes people. It's not rules. It's not regulations. It's not heavy-handed control. It's the gospel. And if you bring the gospel, the love of Jesus Christ, into your homes, into your marriages, into your homeschooling, into your churches, it leaves with it the fragrance of Christ, which brings hope and healing and peace. And that is what Jesus did for you when he died on the cross. He gave you the opportunity 
because of his sacrifice to walk in right relationship with him. And it's my prayer today, because I'm sure there'll be more that comes out about this. It's my prayer today that we would get back to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And remember again, it's the gospel, not the teachings of men that change us. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you back here again real soon.